Hey everyone, it's Justin here. We had a bit of a recording issue this week. Um, unfortunately, we had some digital noise come in and ruin some of our stuff. So what I've done is just kind of gone through and did a bit of a highlight of uh, last week's show. And hopefully we'll, uh, we'll have some good for you in the weeks to come. Thanks. Enjoy. himself going to United on a loan deal that'll cost six million plus 20 million in wages <laughs> which I saw the breakdown today I think it was 346,000 pounds a week Jesus Christ uh, it's about 2057 pounds an hour that's about 57 pence a second shit <laughs> So by the time we're every done recording day, this... Every second. So he's already made... More than all of us combined in our lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> by the, the end of this sentence, he's already made four pounds. It's bullshit. So by the time we finish... And this, I've probably gained four pounds. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay, so with Fuckface, uh, Falcao going to United, you also have... I'm Dutch all of a sudden. Yeah, let's have uh, fucking Di Maria for six. Angel. Angel Di Maria. Angel. For 60 million ish. Ish. The yeah. most expensive British transfer in, I believe. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so we got an attacker with another attacker. Uh, where is Madrid, or where's United's uh, fucking uh, well, I, deficiencies? They, right I, heard, I heard they're they're planning on playing a. Um, a one-one-eight. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Jones, the Rocket. Yeah. Act. Phil Jones. Phil Jones. Mm-hmm. Fucking Downson. Who? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like that. That leads to leads to the question. Like, okay, you're addressing your attack, which whatever you can do that. Uh, but the biggest. Well, to be problem, fair, they can't score either. <laughs> yeah. <that's true. laughs> can't but, keep the ball. Can't put it in. But their glaring their glaring problem is. Defense and midfield. Like you can put as many attacking players as you want, but if you can't get the ball and if you can't sell the ball from going in your net, what's the point? Well, and what did they sign, Davy Blinn? Uh, I don't know if it's don't confirmed. It's confirmed yet. Yeah. The, okay. Well, I mean, there's you're signing a Dutch defender. Like, come on, it's an yeah. attacker. Yeah, it's yeah, an exactly. attacker. <laughs> <laughs> He's a wingback. I, I don't think they. They correct me if I'm wrong, but in the Dutch language. Is there a word for defend? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's definitely not Cruyff. <laughs> I mean, total football. Everybody can play. Just yeah. no one plays defense. <laughs> Hernandez coming on over. Because he's going to be, what, fifth, sixth, seventh in the pecking order for strikers at that point? or Yeah, I think he was just brought over to cut the grass. <laughs> <laughs> need, a new, need a new groundskeeper. <laughs> I mean, he, he went there for his unveiling today, and there was no one there. And I think... I think Florentino. Uh, <laughs> I think Perez said, uh, "You're wearing the wrong jersey, bud." <laughs> Go put the jumper on. Uh, this is moving from the bench. Not even not, not even moving from bench to bench. This is moving from the bench to the fucking stand. Yeah, like to go to the reserves. Basically. Yeah, yeah. But I, who knows? Maybe he just wanted the fuck out of there because he wasn't getting a chance. Maybe he thinks he might get a chance, but 
But now at least he's on the bench with like a pickup truck with other, you know, 15 more Mexicans. In the back. <laughs> <laughs> at least he has company now, right? <laughs> at least he speaks the same language. <laughs> it reminds me of... Anthony is half Mexican, so that... <laughs> <laughs> my previous life, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of Elton Top going from Bayern bench to Madrid. Like, yeah. what, what, are what, yeah. Yeah. what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, like... I'll, I'll be critical of Real Madrid's overspending, you know, but Atletico Madrid made some good moves. Yep. I mean, they unloaded half their team to Chelsea, and then <laughs> and then they bought Mandzukic for twenty. Uh, the Frenchman Griezmann. Oh yeah, Griezmann. Yeah, yeah. and uh, did well. I think they, they might have had a third signing in there somewhere. Atletico is doing well. Yeah, this year and well, they did well last year, obviously too. No shit. That's what some of these higher or these middle to higher class teams need to rely on is this meticulous management yeah, yeah. and kind of bring in the you know the, well, their economic like infrastructure in, to, into play to yeah, tie in they're more what, conscious what, of their spending, spending. they have yeah, to be yeah. you know well I mean half their team was out on loan pretty much like they they couldn't afford to buy players yeah. yeah so they had to afford to okay you know we'll take them for free this year and you know we'll pay his wages but I think I think for like a team like Atletico to have any um, sustained success basically what they need to do they need to get the players from bigger teams that they've casted off like Mandzukic right? I was just going to say that too uh, I think United did look at Everton and were like yeah you know what we have to do get rid of Moyes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah well we won't even go back there just, just reference season one yeah. we talk enough about Moyes um, but even with like the spending and stuff, one thing that actually really irked me over the summer is fucking Barcelona. They get their band stayed for the for the summer, and they've spent over 130 million already because they know they got two years of not having any transfer windows. No, only two windows. Two windows. Okay, so sorry, two windows. So one January year. next summer. Yeah. But it's like fuck. And who really <laughs> makes moves in January, right? Because yeah. mainly all the all the quote-unquote good players are all cup-tied, yeah. right? So are you really going to bring in... And let, let's be honest. like the, the league has become second fiddle of the Champions League, right? There's less money in it. Yeah. Um, so you're not really going to just bring in a player to help you win the league. Well, and especially in La Liga, it's, like it's either you or Madrid anyways with Atletico uh, on the outside. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just... It's such bullshit, the politics involved with that and how they can go and upset teams and change things and, and well it's, it's, it almost seems like like it's starting to take in fruition that they don't really care too much about winning the league I mean like they're the Real Madrid hasn't looked at all impressive at, at all impressive playing in the league this year so far no to blow yeah. that 2-0 lead against Sociedad just yeah. shocked everybody. It almost seems like these top caliber teams, it's the, the Champions League or nothing. Yeah. And, and, you know? and let's be honest, I mean, you, well, I know we're getting into other topics here, but Ludo Goretz, like, you would get regulated or relegated from every top league. Yeah. But you're getting this big balloon payment for making the Champions League. Like, come on, Champions League, really? 
Well, let's be honest. They had a pretty cool Cinderella story to get through. Yeah, it, fucking, it, I was watching that. Yeah. Your, center, your center back comes in, puts the gloves on, scores a penalty. Oh, yeah, he, he, yeah. Was, he, he was yeah. only—he was only, yeah. he was only That's a, a good Disney movie. Yeah, yeah. that is. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they get quack, demolished. Quack. Well, he, quack. <laughs> quack. <laughs> well, he's only—he was only a yard <laughs> off the line on every shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Dude acted at the Champions League final, anyways. So yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, with uh, with uh, Barca, they they pick up Suarez for seventy five. Um, I'll just say it again quickly. Like, I have no issue with Suarez going. He always kind of wanted to leave the Spain anyways, and he almost delivered us the league title last year. Um, so yeah, good on him. Uh, good luck. But but is this a thing that you know we're talking about? We're talking about um, liver or uh, <laughs> we're talking about United not. Knowing like what their team is, you know, not building from the back. Isn't Barcelona doing the exact same thing? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, okay, so we're gonna self sesk sold him. So there's a midfielder. Who do you got taking taking Xavi's role? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, they, they sold they sold Thiago last year. Yeah. I mean, are you expecting? Like what, what, what? I don't know what what they're expecting. You know, and now uh, you're ha- you're hearing rumblings, and you're having their poster wonder boy, Cristiano Ronaldo, come out and be highly critical of the moves or lack thereof moves that Real Madrid has made. And I believe he's more touching on the no, people who they've Barcelona, let. But yeah. Oh, sorry, the people who they have let go. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, it's true for both clubs. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I, I honestly, when I look at Barca squad now, like they're kind of done. I, uh, yeah, I, I don't see like a, you know a really when I look at them, I don't think that they're gonna really win. They've much. got they don't look like three a, good forwards. And yeah, Iniesta is kind of over the hill. over the hill. He's Shazam, injured. Iniesta. Yeah, yeah, and then you got Alves. Who, Alves is gone. He's staying. Is he staying or going? Barcelona yeah. also got uh, Douglas. I don't know if he's, he was playing Brazil at São Paulo. He got. They sign him, and did the they loan him back out yeah. though? Sorry, did they loan him back out? Cause, I, cause, yeah, what, yeah once they're once they they uh they heard that their transfer ban is gonna be upheld after they spend 130 million, uh, they they're just trying to sign more players and say okay. Well, we're going to sign him this year because he's either going to come, and then we'll just loan him back out to you guys so you can have him for the year. Yeah. Which is a wait, wait, loophole. They, yeah. They, and then, like, I financial fair play and shit like that, too. Like, where, where's it, all... Where... <laughs> ah! Yeah. <laughs> Desperate need of reform. Yeah. So, in the end of the, the day of the presentation, they put from the player, Douglas, he was jogging the ball, and he misses it. Who was was uh? There was a player a year or two ago that was getting unveiled and like they wanted like juggle the ball and shit. That's not the kind of player he is. Yeah, yeah. I was actually pretty impressed with his uh, first uh, first appearance. You know, he did show a level of humility. Um, but uh, you know, like I alluded to earlier, it's that uh, the inevitability of kind of you know when is this all going to go downhill? Um. But he shows a lot of intangible qualities yeah. um, that Suarez didn't really show. You know, I mean, Suarez it seemed like every time he touched the fucking ball last year, it was going in the back of the net. Yeah. You know, Ballo, he tracks back. He holds the play up. He, you know, he springs his, his uh, you know, his wingers, his teammates and whatnot. So, um, what, was he nervous? 
it's hard to tell with Balotelli. He just seems like he fucking owns whatever the fuck he's doing, yeah. whether he's sitting in the stands clad and dressed in all black or whether he's, he's on the pitch. Wearing his snoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, possibly I think he's also um, getting to the point of trying to readapt to the, the pace of the BPL coming from Serie A, which is the stop and flop shop. Yeah. Right. Now, as neutrals, uh, when it comes to him, do you guys think maybe any any part of him is realizing this is his last chance and he needs to get a shit together? Like, granted, well, he is 24. See, so he's yeah. still got that uh, impetual inside to him, but I'm wondering if maybe there I'm is... Al- I'm almost drawing parallels to the, like, the Terrell Owens, right? And for like your non-footy, well, non... European footy, no, non-world footy, and yeah. to American football, American. like it's just eventually he just burned his bridges everywhere, yeah. right? I, so it it'll come to the point. I mean, I see this as his last chance at staying in a big club, right? A club that could deliver Champions League football. Whereas, you know, it'll just be like, you know what, this th- he's just not worth it. Yeah, he's not worth. The aggravation versus you know the the ten goals or yeah. how many goals he can score you know it just gets to the point where it's okay you know he can't work anywhere we're yeah. not even going to take the chance on him yeah when you have such high caliber managers that are just they're done with them that it, it makes it hard for any other manager to really want to take him on yeah well I mean I think uh, again the the terms of the deal are very open for criticism. However, um, you know, uh, like I alluded to earlier, I mean, Xavi is like an older model of a cruise, just with more defensive upside. Um, and Bayern's defense has been quite questionable as of late. Um, Especially so, Rafinha injured too. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't get excited that fucking goof. Uh, there's only one Brazilian I like, and he's right to my right here. Um, on defense too, um, but you know, uh, Alonso, he, he, you know, he's eight years the elder of Cruz. Um, he still does have a couple of years left in him, um, and uh, only only time will tell. But you know, he's not a. He seems. He's gone through a lot in his career, so he can kind of ground and bring that experience with him. He didn't really kind of let the re- the whole allure of uh, being a Madrista get to him, and he just seems cool, calm, collective. I think he fits in that into that Bayern mold. I have a question, just to play like devil's advocate from like an outside perspective. Uh, obviously, like since I've met, uh, I've obviously met you guys, have been watching more Bundesliga matches, and I've followed both you know Dortmund and Bayern. But obviously, I don't know as much about the clubs as you guys, so I just want to you know ask if is is Alonso really the player to take Byron forward now because obviously now we have like Pep here and he struggled last year you know he didn't you know fulfill in the Champions League Um, you know obviously was quite disappointing so is is Alonso really that player that's going to like take you forward or is he just kind of like there to like bridge a gap in a position that maybe you lost in this this past summer Um, I honestly think it's a little bit of column A a little bit of column B I I don't really obviously they wouldn't have brought him in if they didn't feel like they were going to take him forward I personally don't see him there's a couple other uh, kind of key gaps that they need to fill Um, the players the players want him back you know Gundogan's over the moon you know looks like he lost about 20-30 pounds which is good (laughs) and he's actually training with the team now so I mean he's two or three weeks from coming back and 
you know, this could be, even though I, I'm, this is going to be an off the wall prediction. Even though I think Leverkusen's going to win the the Bundesliga, now no Dortmund have the Dortmund have the depth to contend on all three. Yeah. Uh, because now they actually have two players in every position where injuries aren't going to be as big of a factor as they were last year when we fielded a team with eight changes from the year before against Real Madrid, you know? So, I don't know. It should be good for him. Optimism. I mean, he's familiar with the aesthetic, the grounds, the management, everything like that. It's but it's just like, system, yeah, yeah, that's the biggest thing. But it's just like, when are players going to fucking learn? Year in and year out. You know, you see them, they try to take that leap of faith. They don't get their, you know, they're on a very short leash. I mean, he did play a little bit in Man United, failed to impress. Yeah. Then he just got, you know, relegated to the bench. And now it's just like, well, I'm coming back. You know, it's almost like a use and abuse relationship. But um, I think it's. But um, I mean, Dortmund, they they make what ten, twelve million off uh, the deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? They Good sold them for what eighteen, and they bought them back for eight. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's. I think it's. Uh, and he got he got two years of really high wages at, at well, exactly, United. So yeah. now exactly what I was gonna say. You know, like Spurs just signed a defender from Sevilla, uh, Federico Fazio, another uh, Argentinian, and you know the the president of Sevilla was just saying. You can't really do anything when English clubs come in. They can, you know, double or treble a player's wages from yeah. there. You know, what what do you expect? Obviously, the player's going to want to go. Double or treble? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I mean, what can you do, right? Obviously, they're going to go. Who wouldn't want to take three times their salary yeah. somewhere else, you know? Especially at, you know, a quote-unquote, like, big club like United, where they can potentially get some extra, you know, fame and, sale- and shirt sales. Well, yeah, and because I'm pretty sure he was at 1.5 million euros, and then he went up to six. Right. So, so yeah. four times his wages. Yeah, exactly. You know, and now he, now he'll probably be on like three or four back at Dortmund, you know. But it comes to a point when when you're just like, okay, I just want to play. Yeah. That's what you see players realizing that all the time, yeah. Except for Hernandez, obviously. Yeah. It's probably got a lot of family members of feedback in Mexico. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, moving on to the Champions League. <laughs> Um, the draw. There's like no group of death this year. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. It's like the Bayern group. It's probably the closest thing. I mean, like Roma's a decent, a decent team. Mm-hmm. Um, who's, who's Moscow? Oh, well, that's that's a joke. Yeah, but um, and Man, and Man City. City. You know, that's probably that probably has the toughest group. But in every other group, you can. You can kind of predict the top two. Right? Yeah, every other group. Yeah. My question is though, it's just like why? Uh, actually, the last three of the last four years, I believe Bayern has drawn Man City. Yeah, and, and like, why is Arsenal and Dortmund? Yeah, yeah, I know. Three years. Yeah. Same with Schalke and Chelsea. They yeah. were together last year. It's like, but is how is how not fucking mixing the balls? Or yeah. like, how is <laughs> the English champions paired up with the German champions? Like, that's yeah. It's that's something we're gonna talk about too. Is they're gonna change the seedings because. Arsenal should not have been pot one. Pot like, one, it, no, it makes no sense. And so, you got don't don't you have both the Portuguese teams in pot, pot one? one. Yeah, yeah, you do. They're gonna change it so it's actually the the champions of the league are in pot one. So that way we don't have this 
bullshit of having two champions facing each other in the same it makes no it's, sense it's so at all. stupid yeah the fucking what's what is it called right now that they use it's their uh, their coefficient system yeah. yeah like oh congratulations Arsenal you've been the champions in 17 straight years and fucking done nothing yeah, yeah. so therefore you're in pot one like, yeah. is no, that a it's huge it's, dildo in his ear <laughs> it was <laughs> Classic English. I hope people are tuned into Sky Sports to see that. <laughs> or else that dildo comment's not gonna make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, just in football in general, what ranking system is makes any fucking sense whatsoever? Well, it's been like oh, FIFA the, ranking. The FIFA, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what are the states you, rated? Uh, Third? Fifth? Fifth? Fucking okay, England was in, like, Fucking England joke. was high as four a couple years ago. Like, Portugal was third. How did Portugal get third? Because I, I don't recall them ever winning anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Besides that, uh, ever, ever uh, qualifying without yeah. going into yeah. qualifying. Yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe Going into because, playoffs. Maybe it's because yeah. they had that extra game and they won it, so they yeah, yeah. got extra points. I don't know. You but can only beat Macedonia 15 nothing so many <laughs> times. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, as far as like matchups and stuff go, um, I'm looking forward to the Madrid-Liverpool matches, obviously. Yeah. You don't mean Liverpool and Ludo Goretz? Well, you know, I don't want to face that defender, man. Like, if <laughs> <laughs> the let, let them play with two goalies. Like, that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that might be fair. Yeah, like come on. Like, I probably make more money annually than almost nearly all every player on that team. Yeah, probably. And, but but they're in the Champions League. Like, is that is that a Champions League? <sighs> yeah. And and Platini wants to sixty four teams. Yeah, he wants to what? It. Yeah. So it'll just be it's because they'll get more television rights. But that that also begs the question: like, okay, you're gonna have more games on TV. Who the fuck's gonna buy them? Who wants yeah. to watch them? Like, maybe yeah, sure, the people from that city are gonna want to watch it. But like, do I really want to tune in to watch Ludogorets play or the fuck else? Stawa Bucharest. No offense, but if your stadium is more than half empty and nobody even wants to watch your team in your own fucking city, then I don't really want to watch it on TV either. Right. From halfway <laughs> yeah. across the world. I'm sorry, yeah. I have enough yeah. shitty football to watch in Canada. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so really. Well, then, I mean, that would, that would virtually eliminate every single Italian team. It, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. well, that's right? just because they have stadium bands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, who do we got uh, on the groups for... I don't know what the fuck I just said. Um, Cut it art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at some good ones here. We got... Uh, That's a, we don't have any good ones. No, there's, there's nothing, not. Yeah. There's nothing really exciting. It's like, no. you say, aside from the, the Bayern group, it's like everything else is pretty much... Should I mean, be cut and should dry, be pretty well, probably yeah. probably the hardest group to predict will be Group C with um, Benfica, Zenit, St. Petersburg, Monaco, and Leverkusen. Yeah, like it's that not a group of death. Yeah. But they're all very, very equal, cool. Yeah, equal yeah. And, like standing, the group of mediocrity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for Ajax. They're always in there with Barcelona. Yeah, and. I don't know, like yeah, it does. Seem like, like Atletico Bilbao or Athletic Bilbao, Shakhtar, Porto, and Bate. Yeah, you yeah. know that's another group of fucking yeah. 
Fucking also rans. I think I, I could be wrong. Maybe we'll have to like fact check this one. But I think the reason going back to the whole pot system, I think that they want the best teams, uh, or you know, the teams in in the pot that could eventually reach the final, and those the the teams that would actually achieve the most, uh, the like viewers on TV, basically. Yeah. And so they want to, you know, they want to have you know Arsenal and whoever who who's in their Arsenal and, and, Dor- and Dortmund. Yeah. Right? They want those two to finish one and two, so they yeah. get both get out of their group, and then they can end up like you know. Further. It's almost as if they're forecasting. It. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, yeah. And but even on that point, like realistically, if you think about how it breaks down, there's a, there is more likely the chance that you're going to have two great teams in every group and yeah. two mediocre teams. Yeah. It doesn't even matter what pot they go into yeah. because fucking. Bata or the fuck Borisov, they're not going to be in the same fucking pot as Barcelona. So they're out of the thing. I don't know. It's, it's all fucked. I'm just waiting for Chernobyl to get a team. <laughs> I just, I'm getting tired. I'm getting really tired of like basically seeing the same groups over here. Yeah. I get yeah. it. Yeah. There's the same teams, but there's going to be a better way of like permutations and shit moving yeah. teams around because these groups are getting pretty damn repetitive yeah. in how they, how they come out. Some more water. Um, <laughs> like I think, I think like, it would never happen. But how how much better would a Champions League be of sixteen teams? Yeah, only four groups. So much better. Like, when, when it was when it was the I just want a Champions like, fucking league. Cup, yeah. It was it was the champions, the league winners. They're yeah, the ones that competed for it. And I mean, obviously, there's there's some arguments for as well. Uh, then it was easier because you played less games. But I don't think it is easier when you're playing so the best teams. Yeah, mm-hmm. it makes it harder to win something. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna win the league. We're gonna win the league. <laughs> I know it's fucking early, and you do see, you know, um, as things just transform throughout the the ridiculously long season, mm-hmm. you have your forerunners and whatnot. Um, but well, I mean, look, everyone everyone's calling Bayern last year, right? Because they were just I didn't call that skull fucking the league. Yeah, and. Uh, and they just gassed. They, they were just running through the Champions League. I mean, yeah. they just embarrassed City. And then it was almost like when they got up, what was it, 2 nothing against City in the, in the return leg, and they just like, okay, we're awesome. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah. And, you know, City comes back, wins the game. If they would have scored another goal, that would have put Bayern into this, in, um, in the runners-up, you yeah. know, potentially, you know, facing a team like Madrid or Barcelona in the... In the round of sixteen, so I mean, it, it's a marathon, right? It, it's hard right, to judge yeah. by seasons that are two and three weeks old. That, of course, like right now, I'd say Chelsea looks the best team. Yeah, you know, but yeah, but I, I want to see. I, I want to say a team like like Leverkusen might like. There's there's always that room for that one team to you know get to the semis or yeah, something. I think like Leverkusen. Yeah. Who's who's everybody? It's to try to pick who's the one. Who's everybody's dark horse for? For winning the championship, I'll say the dark horse. Yeah. I'm gonna say Leverkusen as a dark horse, and that's extreme dark. I mean, that thing is so dark. <laughs> <laughs> is it darker than that dildo? Um, I actually think uh, City is going to be my dark horse, if you can call them that, just because, well, I mean, I think you can. They haven't really done well in the past few seasons in, yeah, the, it's, it's in, the, in the Champions League. Um, but I think that they finally, you know, they have the experience now of being in it for the third or fourth successive season. And they've made some, you know, decent signings to really, you know, solidify their midfield this year. So, uh, it, you know, it's hard to say. It's, it's so early in the season right now. You know, we can't really go off the results that they've had thus far to really have an accurate prediction. But I think that overall they will do, do well. And, and- is this not the season for City to get out of the group? 
Like after yeah. everything you've after, done, yeah. the money you've spent, mm-hmm. you've won two league titles. Yeah, there's they, no excuse they've been now. Piss poor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. In Champs League, they, they just have a, a pretty solid all around team, and their tactics seem to be spot on. I mean, they scored seven seconds or eight seconds against Darwin okay. opening yeah. day, and uh, you know they just look they just look the part. Yeah, they have a good group too. To get Are you gonna pick I a dark horse? Yeah. yeah, I was thinking about BSG after you said. I remember like the David Luiz and Diego Silva, like an emotionally emotionally compromised player playing in Brazil. And after what David Luiz made against against Netherlands, like he had a, a, a ball inside of the box, so the other guy could score. Like I don't <laughs> see. I mean, in the quarterfinals, I hope to see all the best players, all the best teams of the world playing the Champions League. Right. So I don't see PSG as one of the best teams. But yeah, too many Brazilians is what I'm saying. Yeah, we're going to take it easy on the Brazilians. Leave it to the Brazilian. I don't, I don't see a, a, like a, a regular defense. That's what I'm saying. Too. Right. So I, I don't, I don't think that they're going to make it. Like at least in finals. And Lazlatan can only do so much. So who do you yeah. think is going to win? Oh, money. <laughs> who? Yeah, I have Bayern. Bayern? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I have. Yeah. To, I have All to right, play. I'll go with that. <laughs> Realist. Well, just going, I mean, I'll bias to the side. I would consider Bayern a dark horse, even though, like, past accolades, right. but just seeing yeah. where their team is, man, what they're manifested Especially in. Especially after last season, and, they kind of took a step back. And yeah. And a lot of new faces and whatnot. But, again, if you were to say that in any sort of football community that Bayern's a dark horse, you would be laughed out. Yeah. You guys think so that So who maybe, do you think are, like, the top three teams to win it? Uh, I'd say Chelsea... Um, Madrid again. I'd say United, but uh, <laughs> I'd say yeah. Oh, to win the league cup. Oh wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, oh wait. Chelsea, Madrid for sure, and uh, fuck, I don't know. Like I'd probably put Bayern in that in that group. Yeah. But I definitely, you know, as much firepower as Barcelona has, I don't see them being an all-round competitive team. No, I don't. I don't. No. I don't think. You know what? Messi can I wouldn't be surprised if they. If they don't get out of that group, I mean, Ajax, well, they just lost Davy Blinn, but... But that's the, the, the Dutch teams. They always got some fucking new kid that is just as good as the person they lost. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, that could, we could see an upset in that group with Barcelona. You know, Apple well. They look up for it. <laughs> <laughs> and they just, Apple just signed somebody I just saw a few minutes ago. Oh, yeah, Risa. Reese, yeah, yeah. Reese. So they're set. He's won Champions League. Yeah, yeah. What do you guys think are the results of the World Cup win by the Germany team for the Champions League? Like, when they're going to play that? Do you think they are going to be like motivated or somehow like, okay, I won the World Cup, I won this Champions League already? Well, like, I, Pep, Pep, I think. Uh, Back when Spain won it in 2010, I mean, Barcelona went on to win. Um, I think they won the Champions League the next year. Yeah. So, it, when it comes to motivating the players, I think Pep has it in them to do it. Does he have the squad to do it? Does he have the tactics to yeah. do it? Yeah. Is going to be, you know. I, I, I think, mean, he switched I think, to a 3 4 3 this year, so I mean. I feel like the ego of just being being the champions of everything just has its own its own factor in it. It's yeah, like we just won the World Cup. Let's go in the Champions League. You know, let's be the new Barcelona. Let's yeah. you know be that yeah. that, that, that historic team. Make some difference. Yeah. Like we were talking, like the there is 
there can be a World but Cup hangover and you are seeing it in terms of injuries. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm not too, I can't remember back when, um, how many injuries um, were a byproduct of the World Cup uh, when Spain won it. Uh, and the, all the players for Barcelona, I don't know if there were any injuries or if they just rode it. It's, it's either one way or the other, right? Well, you're I mean, either going to ride is, that high or you're just going to fucking crash and burn. There is uh, Dr. Fuentes <laughs> the, and, and the doping. I mean, there's parallels yeah. to, to Spanish dominance to the doping, yeah. you know? And Spanish courts um, ordered all the evidence to be destroyed. I mean, technically saving their... FC Barcelona and Real Madrid and their national team. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine wow. that type of disgrace? Having so, like championships, like a, a mass amount of championships stripped from you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. GFC. Uh oh. Is he going? There's still GPR. This can't be live because he was supposed to be in England yesterday. Yeah. What was he supposed to be in England for? Oh, he was, at the, he was at the Spurs game. Yeah. yeah. He's doing some rap remix with some dude, too. Oh, God. Is he actual? Yeah. Oh, my God. See, that's that's the, the, the joke that the MLS is, right? We stop our seasons. Uh, but hold that. Okay. Just hold that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. There's a section for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll move on. We'll move on to the, the Bundesliga then. Uh, starting off with. This past weekend's games of Bayern 1, SO4, <laughs> Schalke 1. Uh, straight up, for me, wasn't a handball. I thought how this goal was totally clean. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a handball, and I was sticking by it because I was uh, uh, watching it on... Uh, I was actually streaming it. Yeah. Um, so the resolution wasn't shit. I've yet to see it now, but I mean, I will take your guys' words for it, even though you fuckers. Um... <laughs> But to, to comment on the game, you know what? I'm satisfied with that result. Schalke fucking brought it to Bayern. But what I'm satisfied here is I'm accepting these growing pains. You are seeing Pep get away. You're seeing a lot of new faces, which is refreshing. But you are seeing Pep get away from this tiki-taka. Yeah, he, he's yeah. realizing it's antiquated. It's dated. Yeah, and they're playing yeah. more direct. Yeah. You know? And well, it's, I'll take all the fucking draws. I'll even take losses. You know, as long as they get away from that stale, stagnated game that they were playing and implemented last passing, year. Fucking, you know, yeah, that yeah. just got brutally exposed by Real Madrid in the yeah. semis. Well, I think I think a lot of it is that... And kudos to Schalke. Shal- Schalke played good. Yeah, that was a good you game. Know, everyone, yeah. everyone wants to, oh, it's a one-team league. But when Bayern did pretty much humiliate the whole... I think they would have done that to any any league. Like, the when they were treble winners... Yeah. Yeah. And they they blew out everyone. They were just they were blowing out everyone in the Champions League yeah. as well. Yeah. So I don't yeah. think that oh it's a one team league. No, they would have done that to the La Liga, to the Premier League. I think yeah. they would. They were they were just destroying teams. Jay and I were actually talking about so they were talking like uh, how how did you say it like if, when you're kind of when you're um, try, when quantifying you're, leagues on how good they are. And yeah, and um, yeah, basically we were talking about that exactly how to quantify. Um, or how to maybe rate the leagues and, um, you know, how good they are. And I, I just said that, you know, you rate them from the, the calibers from the middle to lower tier teams, you know, and the, how narrow the delta is between those teams, you know, because, I mean, yeah, you're, you're going to have your five, six, or five, five teams in the... Who are you're gonna have your perennial winners, yeah. but it's all on your middle class teams, yeah. and middle class is what builds a fucking society, and yeah. it should build a fucking league too. Yeah, that's, but that's what, what I'm looking at. It's like 
Bundesliga and the EPL, they probably have like the closest uh, of of like those deltas aren't as big. But then you then you look at Spain, who is the prototypical single horse or like two team league. Yeah, yeah. Um, because but, the finances are just so like from Madrid all the way to like Celta Vigo, yeah. like. Th- they probably don't have a player that makes a million dollars a year. Well, even on top of that, like the, the 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 league itself, La Liga is is monopolizing its own its own entities by allowing the teams to negotiate their own television contracts. Yeah. So you're basically saying yes, Madrid yeah. and Barcelona are going to be the only ones getting the money, and the rest yeah. of these are fucked. Yeah. So you're yeah. you're 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 creating this this unnatural dichotomy between the, between the rest of the league. Like yeah. even yeah. even in uh, I know we're kind of getting on the. Back to the transfer thing with what I'm going to say, but they like Spanish teams have a problem paying their players. So yeah. if their player doesn't get paid for three months, he can leave on a free transfer. Yeah. But you know, I want to put this third to the test. You know, a, a case study or something, and like have a dejected rejections league or something <laughs> like that. You know, with your, I mean, I guess you have the Europa League, but you know, I want, I want something a little bit but, but lesser. You, you, you know, know, a little you, bit. You know what I see? The bottom feeders. You know what I see in the Europa League, though. You see, beautiful it, football. It, it's, it's team. Oh, Europa League was way better than Champions League. Yeah, way, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sure. Um, but the. <laughs> The Europa League, all it is, it's teams that finish, like, fourth if they don't fucking, like, you know, Italy third. Um, it's teams that that want to become champions, right? That, so they're, they're not fielding their best squad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, does it, is it really a reflection? I mean, is Tottenham feeling their best squad in, in the Europa games? <laughs> this season, yeah. Well, now, I mean, there's, you know, the, the winning team gets Champions League birth, right? Yeah, so, so now there's more. Oh, there is. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, this season, right. yeah, yeah. So First now, season. It's, now it's there's actually more on the table to play for. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know what? This is just gonna sound. I don't know how this is gonna sound, but <laughs> <laughs> I think we preface that. Yeah. <laughs> so they were cruising to an easy victory. They were up three 0 They 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 could have made it four or five, you know. And then they were just getting selfish in front of goal. And then then Augsburg scored. Quickly snatched two goals, and I think those victories, winning three two in a game like that, is better than winning three 0 because they're going to be up in other games, winning three 0 in the seventy fifth minute. And you're going to have clop rages on the sideline, and, and it's going to be justified because look, we almost lost this game, or we almost drew this game because because we got lazy, and it was literally root one football. You know, I, I think the first goal came in from. Came in almost from the halfway line. The guy just kind of crossed it in, and he skipped past the uh, Socrates and mm-hmm. one or three one, and then you know a header, and it was just like Augsburg had chances to equalize. You know, so I, I think a three two win, I'd take over a three 0 win any day, right? Because it it reinforces that you know what we have to play ninety minutes. We can't yeah, stop can't in the eighty minutes. When you're, yeah. when you're ahead. That's so I, yeah. I, I think it... That sounded pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> what were you worried about? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just going to sound like a homer saying take, take, <laughs> taking any taking yeah. any victory. So you're in. not saying you're going to win the league. <laughs> 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 oh, <you. laughs> 
it's true though. Like I, I, I was talking to my dad, that, you know, after the the Liverpool Spurs game, and we were saying, you know, the worst thing that we could have done is played QPR back to back with a shitty Europa game and smash both teams, and then go into and an actual go, big match where yeah. things actually matter, right? Yeah. And yeah, you're high on confidence because you're scoring. You know, we scored seven goals in two games, but the the competition of obviously those games is so low that you know we really didn't raise our level to a level that we had to be ready to play a team like Liverpool, right? Yeah. And so we went into that game with yeah maybe maybe a little bit of confidence but we actually didn't develop you know the the, the tactical wherewithal to play to play a proper team it just brought you guys back down to earth that's all yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trust me we've been down there if you want to start looking at role models and then he started saying you want to be looking at um at thomas Mueller, um Fr- frank ribery um, you know, and he named a couple of other players. The, that basically what he's getting at is not these flashy mutants, but these people who play complete football. They, you know, it's not just they don't they can't carry their team, but they can carry their team with their will, right? right? And they play more 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 systematically, right? Um, so. That's uh, basically what I'm going yeah, Well, I hope he didn't fucking tell his son to watch, you know, his game against Spain in, like, 2006 World Cup. Where he had <laughs> two fucking back-to-back handballs, clearly evident. Yeah, yeah. two free kicks and scored, you know, France scored two goals off both of those free kicks. So, yeah, let's just hope he's teaching his son to actually play football. And, and with some, some <laughs> yeah, and with some honesty. I yeah. mean, fucking near handball, get it's you to fucking break. I feel some, like, gunner hate to that. Yeah. <laughs> John. John. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely some subtext. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving to England. Uh, what do you say about Diego Costa at this point? Everton three, Chelsea six. Well, I just gotta say, whoever kept them on the bench on their fantasy team was real smart. Yeah. Of every fucking, including yourself, motherfucker. Everything rumored, rumored to fucking out for six weeks. He told me six months. You know, <laughs> six weeks. But yeah, like, you I know, I was, I was fucking injured, and then you know, fucking stupid. Whatever. I don't even want to fucking yeah, bad mouth Toga. Just, just for everybody to know what's going on, we actually have a, a we're doing a, a fantasy league this year, and Jay has probably the best strike force. He hasn't really been doing that great at setting his team up, though. And, uh, like, your bench alone, the your bench last week actually yeah. beat the player that you were playing against, but you still lost. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and had you had Costa on, you would have beat me by 20 points this week. Yeah. Thankfully, you fucked that up, so. I didn't fuck. I'm playing, I'm playing the fucking media for that one. And, 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 and Toga or Taga and their stipulation I think that's just Mourinho yeah. trying to fuck with everyone yeah. Like, oh, yeah Costa's injured yeah. and you know yeah it's typical oh, 30 fucking seconds injured. Yeah. it's all about mind games yeah, guys, the guy didn't look injured at all. He was no. fucking flying yeah. out there. Was yeah. it 40, 42 seconds when that ball went in the net? Yeah, the yeah, time? yeah. And then, I mean, I, I do. I wanted to shit on the ref a little bit because that the ref on the near side, the linesman on the near side, was horrible. Oh yeah. He fucking first he he misses Ivanovic being completely offside for the second goal, which set everything back, and then he fucking. Completely fucks up that, that Howard. Howard's Howard yeah. easily three yards out of the box. Howard the fuck? falls back in. It's like, how do you not send him off? Yeah. Like, ah, fucking. Well, I, I, and also, like later on in the game, I blame the fucking referee too uh, for not. Howard should have gotten up. He should have got a red card for that. After fucking rushing, people, yeah. like twice, yeah. right? The ref was right fucking there. He, rushed, he, he grabbed rushed, his jersey. He rushed yeah. Costa, grabbed him. And then got an Aspilicueta's face and then like yeah, did basically a headbutt. Yeah. yeah. 
I was the fucking duck. I <laughs> was <laughs> the fuck. Um, but yeah, we've already kind of talked. We've we've touched on Cost and Fabrias, but those two are looking like they're revitalizing Chelsea yeah. all over. It's 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 good to see their for chemistry. The game. It's scary to see for the league. At the yeah, time. Um, and they just have a a wealth of talent on the bench. Yeah, you know, and I mean. Don't want to talk too much about the fantasy pool or anything like that, but I mean it's very hard to predict who Mourinho is going to start. Right. Yeah. You like, know. Oscar I mean, didn't even get, a, didn't get in this. I know. Shula didn't even play yeah. at all. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and to even go back to the, it was the first match that that little that little death pass from Fabregas to Shula over the defense, like that just yeah just shows you like just the, the talent they have, and it's so refresh it's really refreshing to watch because like I've always liked Mourinho since he came in. And I mean, it's jealous or whatever, but it's refreshing to see him actually playing an attacking system, yeah. as opposed to being this hard-nosed defending. Yeah. Fuck. Word. Juggernaut. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we get the the return of Samuel Eto. His first contribution to the game was a goal against his own players. <laughs> yeah. What a header! Yeah, I know. You know, yeah. the delivery was the nice. The only thing, like, I wish that. Like the circumstances could have been different, and we would have got his old man celebration. That would have been funny. Oh god, yeah, yeah. But fortunately, they were losing four three at the time, and he can't go over to Mourinho, you know, grabbing his back and whatnot, <laughs> do the old man. So, but yeah, I mean, how shit was Lukaku that game? Holy, yeah. he was fuck. Like, even when he wasn't in the play. He was playing like his boots were tied yeah. together. Yeah, like yeah. I think I told a couple Horrible. guys, he's like, ever since he cut his dreads, he's like less like Drogba and more like fucking Yakubu. Yeah, yeah. Yakubu! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doing the moose thing. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's been he's been brutal the last six months. He's just, it's so weird too because he was phenomenal for like a year, year and a half. And everyone's like, why isn't he at Chelsea? Why isn't he at, Ch- isn't he at Chelsea? Mm-hmm. And did it, had a great first half of last season. And then he's just gone to shit. And the thing that pisses me off or irritates me is that this is him playing like shit is making Mourinho look like, look like a fucking yeah. genius again. Yeah. Oh, who saw all the memes of Mourinho after after the Brazil-Germany game? Because he he just sold them for 50 mil. Luis. Oh, oh yeah. just like, <laughs> He was just like hiding behind the curtains. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So That's it's just mind blowing. Fifty fucking million pounds, yeah. euros or pounds, pounds. Regardless, fuck yeah. whatever. Honestly, yeah. 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 But, but then there's just like a lot of people that say, no, he's a great player, but he's a he's a schoolyard player. He doesn't have yeah. a position. No, he's a defensive liability. Well, always. And how I remember, how I think one part I was actually defending him because he was going to go to Bayern, and, and I was yeah. like, I'm, I'm seeing some upside to him in Chelsea. And then we didn't but, record again for eight months. <laughs> 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 and uh, I really can't. <laughs> so it's like, how can you be a defenseman and be a defensive liability? Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of an oxymoron. Yeah, that's why I think like the most success he had last year with Mourinho was when Mourinho kind of played him in that hole. You know, like where yeah, he was just kind of, above the defense. Yeah, so yeah. he wasn't a liability at the back. He had a safety net. Yeah, yeah, there was a safety net exactly. there. Yeah. But was, fuck, man. Let's talk about him. Let's talk about him in the fucking right. World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> where was he going? <laughs> like, where 
where was he running to? I, I, I saw his balls. I swear he's playing on acid. <laughs> like he was, he would send balls just to fucking nowhere. <laughs> I, I remember just seeing a heat map of him. I'm just like, is that a center back? Yeah. <laughs> like he's up and down both wings. Yeah. I'm like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> <laughs> this is like disorganized hey, stuff. Booth, can you get me some what? <laughs> The guy simply doesn't know where to play. Yeah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Captain Obvious. <laughs> he looks like one of those players that when he got FIFA and they put the controller down it. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. Uh, so, move on to Burnley. The Juggernauts from Burnley, one nil over Manchester United. And 60 million pounds. Wait a second. Was it Burnley beat them? I thought it was nil-nil. Nil-nil, right? This You're thinking Toke yeah. City. Yeah. Oh, Toke City, Toke City. Either way, Juggernaut's Burnley, nil-nil. Um, that, that's a poor result for Burnley, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, the interesting thing, one of the stats that came up was Di Maria, 60 million pounds, and we fucking Burnley in their 132 million year... No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Neil deGrasse the Tyson over there. It's in the cosmos. <laughs> in their 132 year history, they've only spent 45 million pounds in all that time. I'm speechless. Like, I mean, what the. And they could have won! They could have won. They could have won that fucking game. So, like, Di Maria is worth more than their whole fucking history. Three. Yeah. 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 It's fucked up, yeah. Fifteen million pounds more. Yeah. But it, well, I mean, it, they they bring in Van Hale and you know, typical Dutchman can't can't defend. No. Can only attack. What happens when you can't attack? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, it's funny you say that because actually, if if you were to come into United last year, the one thing I would have said is, okay, we have RVP, we have Rooney, you know what? We have Mata. Let's fucking buy some defenders because clearly, you know, we might score some goals. Yeah. Like. Yeah, and then He's like not addressing where you know, the their is. their defense isn't just shit. It's fucking bird shit now. Yeah. So young's he, mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck, that's good. <sighs> but I mean, what like, do you what guys... a, like that? That's been the best shot in United season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, like target. I've seen. <laughs> I've seen people get shit on before, but I mean, that was <laughs> great in his mouth. Like, how disgusting was what? that? that was like, oh my god, that was gross! Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, yeah. I mean, African nations are the best at paying there. Well, I mean, <laughs> Etu. <laughs> guy's just he, like, he's retired for the fifth time. <laughs> guy just spearheads, oh, we aren't boarding the plane until we get our 62,000 pounds for playing three games. I thought it was like brown M&Ms or something was the reason that they weren't going to fly. It was Aussie, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's looking like shit. Um, yeah, yeah, not a penalty, any whatsoever. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, it's a Stonewall penalty. I, uh, no. It's a penalty whatsoever. No. Um, and I'm really happy that Joe Hart is the future keeper of England, him along with Wayne Rooney. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, is your, your future is looking pretty Joe good. Joe Hart? Joe Hart. Joe Hart. Does he drink Red Bulls with Brett Laurie? <laughs> <laughs> to, to me, I don't, I don't want... I don't want, like, my goalie being the most aggressive and, like, strung-out yeah, yeah. guy on the pitch. I mean, that pen- um, that penalty that 
uh, Pirlo chipped him. Like yeah. that was the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Like he was still yeah. in the air, <laughs> yeah, like, diving for the ball. And yeah, like, just trickling, just yeah. trickling. You know, it's you. You don't want your goalie to be like that. I want a calming influence yeah, with the back. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how players don't knock goalies like that out. Like if I had a keeper like Tim Howard. I don't even know what the fuck I'd do, but like him and Joe Hart are kind of cut from the same cloth in terms of what they try to command with their with their voice. But you know, let your play speak for itself. I mean, look at that that goal that Hart let in against fucking Stoke. Like, come on, you know, ten yards away, yeah. a, a, a roller on the ground through your fucking legs. Yeah. That's the longest nutmeg ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I even think the the first goal that ha- that Howard conceded against Diego Costa was a shit, shit goal. goal. Yeah. yeah. It was similar, wasn't it? It was right between the legs. Yeah, and even yeah, even and it didn't Howard, have that much pace on it. No, no. A, a few of those goals that Howard let in were pretty questionable. Yeah, Are you sure? And I'm sorry, that hype is not fucking warranted in the World Cup. He made one good save against Belgium. Yeah, all that all that game showed me, regardless of how many shots they got, was Belgium's lack of finish. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm sorry, like fucking whatever. You know, all the memes. There were some funny. Still a huge problem defensively. I I have to say though, like Liverpool center backs, they were they were just just as disjointed. Like there were there was like Lovren and Sacco, they went up for a header, the same header, like four or five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Led to the first scoring opportunity, right? I don't understand. Like I I got when we signed him, it was like okay, we need new new center backs, but the the partnership of Skrull and Agger is the best we've had in years. And then we ship off Agar for fucking two million pounds to Bronby. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we stick with fucking Sacco, who he was a liability all last season. Lovren, I think, is good. Uh, but there's going to be that competition between him and Skirtle about who's in charge. Yeah. And that was a big issue with, against Man City. It was like either, they were both trying to take charge and neither were listening to each other. And that's what they were so bad. But fuck, I just I don't think Sacco even fucking speaks English for Christ's sakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah. Well, another thing too, I mean, just as a whole, I mean, we saw the there was an underlying kind of um, premise or underlying story about super subs in the World Cup. This week, it was super. Shitty subs in the Premier League <laughs> with Townsend and with oh, Bessage. With yeah, everyone, yeah, yeah. with Bessage, with Not even on the field for 10 seconds. They cough up the ball or they do something fucking stupid or completely yeah. unnecessary, how, how, which led to a, a running goal. How, like, what are you trying, like, a fancy back heel to your defenders? Yeah. And went right in, in the between. middle of the yeah. pitch. And Drogba and Costa just fucking and just pounce. pounce. Yeah. yeah, Townsend. What? What? A joke. I don't understand like, the people. He had, did, like, he even, did he even try to track back after he lost the ball? Yeah, he did, but he couldn't catch him. He couldn't. Yeah. And Moreno's the way the Spurs fast. were playing with hip waders on. Yeah. It really did. Like their stepovers were super slow. Yeah. They were very lethargic. Um, everything was painfully predictable. It's it's worrying because you know what? It's the same shit as last season all over again. It's like, you know, in, in the big games where you need some kind of leadership and unity and all this shit, like it's not there. It just there yeah. there's no there's no intensity on the pitch. There's no yeah. leadership. There was no fight. There was nothing, you know, after the I mean the first goal, yeah, I was early and, and this you, is that white heart fucking lane. Yeah. Do you yeah. think that like Christian Eriksen, obviously your best attacking player, like was subbed off for Townsend? Like, do you think that was like a losing mentality sub? Like, but I don't because Eriksen was absolutely yeah, he wasn't all game. fucking playing good. I, I didn't see him all game, but I don't understand what all these people see in Townsend. Yeah, he has pace, 
But he scored one fucking goal for one England goal, last no year. Assi- yeah, one goal for England, not even for Spurs. Yeah. He had no assist for Spurs because he doesn't fucking give up the ball. <laughs> no, th- like he's fun. When he got subbed on, I don't think he beat. He tried to beat, beat a player like yeah. five or six times. I don't think he did it once. No, a uh, one trick pony. Everybody has him figured out. I don't understand what anybody sees in this player. Like he, he has pace, and that's it. But anybody can have pace. What can you do with that pace? Yeah, yeah. He, fucking, he, fucking, he has ball. Yeah, yeah, congratulations. yeah, yeah exactly. Sterling almost scored the goal of the season when he deked out oh, the three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he had a left fucking oh, foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy fuck! Uh, yeah, Sterling. Sterling seemed a little off on Sunday. Like even some of his passing was like he'd hit it wrong and like put it into the foot of another player and stuff. And even uh, when they broke at one point, I think I think the. Ballo played the ball to him up on the wing, and he had. I think I forget who it was, was coming through the middle. All he had to do was just put the ball between two defenders. Yeah, yeah. And it was, I think it was uh, might have been fucking Allen even. Yeah, but yeah, just right in the foot of the player. But he he seemed a little off. But I think Sterling is the best thing that England has. To be perfectly honest with you, especially after seeing the game against Spurs and like, he's, yeah, yeah, he's creative. He's. He's young. He actually can fucking give up. Well, a ball. I think like, it's, it's also, also he has a he has a Balotelli uh, mind state too, right? He's young. You know, he's he's really young, and I mean, where does he go with? That? He seems very demanding. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's, high maintenance. Yeah, he's. I think having him around Suarez and Sturridge and now in Balotelli too is good for him in the sense that he's going to learn to be selfish and to have that swagger. Yeah. But it could it could also affect him negatively if he allows himself to believe too much of his own eye. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he, he's one to, you know, he's going to be kind of caught. caught. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but as Henderson, I think, is also very good for midfield. For yeah, him. yeah. Solid, yeah. Um, he's definitely, when we signed him a few years ago, I was like, I would rip on him every single day. Like, get this fucking guy off the pitch. He's a piece of shit. He was like, yeah. basically my Joe Allen now. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but actually, but he's turned around and been, he's, he's like the replacement for when Gerard finally, you know, uh, hangs him up. But yeah, but both teams were just dreadful in defense. Yeah. You know, and then there was there was moments with both teams too, but there was just sloppy football. Yeah, bad passing a lot a lot of the game. A lot of horrible passing. Yeah. Uh and then over to Actually, I'll get before we move on yep. from that game. The first goal, I thought Sturge did really well because he held up the ball, yep. waited for the run, spotted the run. So I mean, he he created a little bit of space for him. I mean, yeah, he Spurs pulled, defending pulled shit. Pulled it back out yeah. wide a little bit. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. and uh, yeah. so again, Kabul, like who had that man at the back? <laughs> <post>? <laughs> Why are you not like you know shirt tight on your yeah. man? Like you're a fucking defender. Oh, I learned that shit when I was like five years old. Man, just wait. Wasn't it taking nothing away from the goal? Wasn't it? Wasn't it Kabul that kept Henderson onside? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then didn't track the man at the back post. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's nothing worse than when a defender keeps someone onside from the other side of the field. Yeah, if you keep oh, him, God, on, yeah. if you keep him yeah. onside, that better be your fucking man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you better be like ten yards from him so you can catch up to him, get on. Him. You, you have the best vantage point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but actually, if you, if you look at that first goal, not only did Kabul keep him onside, the the ball that was played out from defense, which we originally turned the ball over to Liverpool. How that was a Kabul clearance. He kicked it into the middle of the fucking pitch. I don't know if it was Henderson Your or whoever that picked it up. Uh, yeah, it was Henderson. Henderson picked it up right, and he put it wide to to, to Sturridge. Yeah, and yeah, that that ball was originally so Kabul. First of all, gives away the ball. Kabul, like 
like, you know, we just got rid of Dawson, and now we have another fucking Dawson in the squad. Like, maybe worse. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But how bad? Like, I just want to say, like, I've never seen... I love when he does these. Yeah. I've never seen a team that bad from, the, like, distributing from the back. Like, Larice was awful. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, how... Like, there was a span of five minutes where I think Spurs had the ball at the back, and they just put it right they in the middle of the field. Yeah. And I was just got, like, what are you doing? To the wings. Do we never give the ball well, in the middle of the too, because we had talked about it. You're like, it's going to be a battle in midfield. And- yeah. Well, you know, judging from the first four games of the season, well, there was, like, two Europa games and two league games. Man, we were moving the ball so well. You know, I, I was convinced yeah. that Pochettino has, imp- you know, implemented his style, or at least, you know, the start of what is his style. That looked like ABB. But, dude, yeah, absolutely it did. Or maybe... If, if Tim Sherwood is lucky enough to have his name on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a little bit of Tim Sherwood. So you know, just a then, bunch of individuals then, with no fucking Then I kind, of, I kind of beg the question, like, how big of a role does a manager play, like, when you don't have the players? Well, right? you can't, it, You yeah. can't tell a player, be smarter out there. Yeah. He's either got it or he doesn't. Yeah. The one thing you can never teach, you can't teach vision. You can teach someone how to pass, how to kick, how to do whatever. Yeah. You can't teach them how to see the game. Well, if I, they're shit, they're shit. If you're Kabul, you're Kabul. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. David Louise, you're David Louise. Yeah, I think I think the, the the three teams that are really experiencing that in the Premier League this year are Spurs, West Ham, and United. And you know, United obviously, you know, Bengal is coming with this attacking, you know, three defenders and all this bullshit. But he doesn't have the squad to play it. Yeah. You know, Allardyce has. Uh, who, who did he bring on recently as? Uh, as his director of football, or I guess he didn't. The, the board at West Ham basically wanted more attractive football, mm-hmm. so they uh, they brought in. Um, yeah, it doesn't even fucking matter. They brought in someone to, to you know implement the style, but it's still West Ham at the end of the day. You know, yeah. they, they're not going to play that attractive football. We'll give them credit; they're not playing as as much long balls as before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then Alex Song, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, I mean, after Arsenal, you really can't get much worse so I guess West Ham's not really that much of a downgrade, right? <laughs> I'm liking their jerseys this year. West Ham? West Ham's? Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I know, right? Yeah. I fucking yeah. hate ours. Speaking of West Ham, <laughs> Russell Brand. We should get him on the potty. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's his team. I don't know if I can keep up with his lexicon, though. No. Yeah. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> Access it. Uh, he would have taken your, your your comment there about the 125 billion years and gone into the next topic for a different podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, last one is uh, Arsenal, Leicester, Leicester, Leicester. Uh, Arsenal, it's been confirmed now. Not going to have a striker till January because there's like an hour left in the, in the deadline. And where is in where in France? Refing a game? <laughs> transfer deadline day, you need a fucking striker and you're refing a game. Congratulations. Well, it's funny because they, they'll they make these these few signings. They did it with Uziel last year. And, oh, you know, the old Wenger's back. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's Sanchez this year. And it's, where are the other players? Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, like, I, I just watched them. And I'm just like, where's the steal? I mean, Arteta... Is he ever really that good? I don't think he was. No. I mean, never, never. And immediately it had an impact when they came in and they scored two late goals and now end up salvaging a point against yeah. Everton, right? I just feel like it's deja vu where we sit here, at least I, I sit here every transfer window, at the end of every transfer window, and it's always the same shit. Arsenal yeah. wanting to sign a striker. Wenger like, not signing a striker. Yeah. It's like literally the same thing every window. Like, yeah. you know, that, That's where I'll give credit to the Spurs. I mean, they took all the Gareth Bale money and put that out plus more. And yeah. what did, what did uh, 
what did Arsenal do when they sold Fabregas and yeah. sold Nasri? They didn't put that. They don't put it back. Yeah. Sold Song. Like yeah. yeah, they they've lost. They've lost. You look at the players they've lost the last five years. They've lost a great squad. Yeah. 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 But I mean, you're happy, right? <laughs> the more, the more they 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 falter, the happier you are. So. Well, yeah, you know, it's getting. No, there, I don't. Like, just the way they're playing, I don't see top four from them. Yeah. No. This year. I mean, I, I see a lot more teams well, like I see City, Chelsea, Liverpool, Tottenham higher than that. Arsenal's yeah, they're not. I don't know. I see Everton higher. Well, they always I mean, Everton just... should have won that game. Yeah, they threw it away. Yeah. And I think, I'm pretty sure Uzil's injured. Which is fucking But I mean, like, Uzil, he, you know, he came out like a bat out of hell. You know, his first few games, and we're just like, wow, one player can have this much of an impact. Yeah. And then he just had this crazy but now, fall But now from what, what's, what's Wenger doing? He's playing him out wide. Yeah. He's taking, you're taking someone that can that can give that deadly pass. Granny doesn't have anyone to give that pass to that knows <laughs> what to do with it. But now you're, like, I'm sorry, but your Wenger isn't, isn't there to, to lay that final pass. Mm-hmm. He's there to get down, bomb the wing, get across into a target man, or, or beat the man one-on-one. Yeah. And yeah. That's not him. That's not his strength. No, yeah. obviously not, no. So, Wenger. Well, it, it makes much sense to put him Sorry, Shemek. Sorry, here. <laughs> Sorry, Pierce. <laughs> um, okay, well, just this is not how business is done, because I think he knew at that point he was done anyways. Yeah. Um, but then the other fucking thing is I'm still waiting on confirmation, but uh, the fact that TFC might sell Jermaine Defoe you know less what? than a season, and how many fucking season tickets, how many $140, fucking shirts did they sell with Jermaine Defoe's name on the back yeah. of it this year? I, I think... I think with Lewicki going, you know, it, it's a business, right? They aren't going to see a profit from TFC this year. So, you know what? Let's sell them. Let's just go back to being shit. But, but that's the thing. Like, <laughs> and, I don't think even even the diehard supporters, you're not going to keep them in the stands much longer. If they sell the no. flow, I guarantee you see a massive yeah. exodus of people actually going to those games and caring. It's and already wonder, happening, man. Look at the yeah. stands; they're yeah. they're empty. I wonder is is this is is this a like this is a conspiracy theory? But is this a bigger thing? Are they trying to offload TFC? Maybe sell the franchise okay. because they want to bring in the Bills? Yeah, I heard that I theory kind of squashed. Like I don't think that there's a chance in hell that the Bills are coming here anymore. Yeah, um, no, because they seem to have found money to keep them in Buffalo, which was always the number one priority. Okay. Yeah, but I, I think like but you, you touched on you touched on it with the whole the wiki thing, right? And I think he was just saying it to save face because I've heard a lot of radio interviews with him saying, you know, this they knew right from the get go this was never going to be a long thing. I came in here to revamp everything. I put people in place, you know, Masai Ujiri with the Raptors, Shanahan with the Leafs, Bezbachenko for MLSC. You know, to try to get a culture change, and I, I think that's just a little bit of saving face, right? He he says yeah. he wants he wants to be an entrepreneur, do his own thing. But right? it's also a testament to his character that he's not even going to be around to see his moves pan out. Well, especially he, he made, comes out say, "I've already got the parades. Pl- I've already got the par- the parade route planned yeah. for the Leafs." It's like you're talking he these big swathing fucking speeches, and you're not going to stick around yeah. to see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So to well, me, it's just as a stepping stone for him. Like you know, when from we, I've heard a lot of radio, um, you know, analysis on the wiki, and you know, um, from what I took of it, like this guy was just kind of just markets himself. He liked the celebrity of he it. He loved right? the celebrity in, of it in L.A. He was just another guy at a Starbucks. Yeah. Now here, this is the only place in the world that a general manager, like I mean, the Leafs were talking about 
how, how much were they talking about this Kyle Dubas? An assistant, an assistant oh, yeah, GM yeah, yeah. in Toronto was on the radio every day for two yeah. weeks. Mm. Where, where does that happen? Yeah. Anywhere, yeah. in any sport. I don't care. Like footy, American football, NBA, an assistant GM? Yeah. Nobody yeah. really ever cared. Who are you? Who cares about talking to the executives? Yeah. Yeah, no, in Toronto, it's a big deal. And you know, and rumors were coming out too. Like, I, but even before he was, or when he just got assigned to the position, that his wife blatantly just came out and said, "I don't want to live in Toronto." Yeah. You know what impact does that have? Like, you know, on just like okay, like awesome. Like, obviously, he's gonna side with his wife, although he's probably fucking cheated on her numerous times. Yeah. But you know, you, you come out and you let your family even kind of get involved in that, and Toronto will just fucking eat this I can't fucking stand MLS yeah yeah. you know I just said we're the worst sporting city yeah. in the fucking world in the world and, but at the same time we have the most Funds. dedicated fucking fans and the most yeah. money yeah. yeah but the powers that be who fucking own everything everything here they own the communication like, 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 you have Bell and Rogers that own the communications the companies but then you have Bell and Rogers that own all of not only the mm-hmm. communication companies but all the newspapers yeah. involved yeah so then you have you have everybody using your communications and everything to, to pay for your, your 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 employees that are writing stories about you. Yeah, like it's such a fucking such a monopoly of, of like yeah. This is fucking system. this is 1984. Yeah. This is Orwell right oh, here, shit. man. But nah, fuck. fuck TFC. If they, uh, I swear, if they if, so wait, are they still shit? I don't know. <laughs> Organization, <laughs> yes. yes. The team's not too bad this year. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't caught a second of the games. <laughs> <laughs> they they've had everybody's bitching because like they've they've played poorly the last like ten twelve games. Defoe has been injured most of the past little while. Stephen Caldwell, our best defender, he's been injured for a while. Like you're missing, we're missing like three of our best players, and they surely got beat three 0 to New England. But New England's always been a very good team. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's fuck stupid. But doesn't it say something though? Like you know, just to touch on your point, Jay. I was just thinking about that. How like the GM has so much kind of like fame in this in this organization. Uh, doesn't that kind of say something about the organization itself? Is that you know like they they actually come here for this kind of like stardom as an executive, but yet there's not that much focus even on the players or the manager. Yeah. Or you know like shouldn't where these... it needs to be. Yeah. yeah right? I mean, do you know what your fucking players are doing in yeah, Toronto? Yeah. Uh, firsthand, I do know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, but I mean, it's just the attention is just drawn off of these fucking, you know, yeah. drawn away from these guys. They gotta take a piss, guys. It's just like when Berkey, <laughs> just like when Berkey came too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but on that note, you know what? Let's uh, let's end this. This is gonna be a long one. Um, we are back though. This is season two of Footy Chat, and uh, cue the Vampire Weekend. Oh, oh, before you. Thanks, Eduardo. Thank you. We will yeah. miss you, buddy. Thank you, guys. Yeah, yeah, I miss you guys, too. We'll, uh, we'll figure out some Skype shit. Yeah, yeah. We'll get you, we'll we can't fun. use some Joe's lights on new technology to we'll, we'll make happen. <laughs> we'll, we'll make fun of friends and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are more invited to go to Brazil and do some Brazilian football. We should do des- destination footage yeah. chat. Yeah, Brazil. right? Shit. Yeah. see a lot of football with racism. Yeah. <laughs> Stones being thrown to the, to the pitch. Something about it doesn't sound exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Battle Royale. <laughs> Alright, well, we'll talk later.